You're listening to Her Body on Body IOFM, the women's source for optimal health and lifelong performance, with your host, Alex Navarro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Her Body, brought to you by Body.io FM. I'm your host, Alex Navarro, and we have a guest today that, for any of you who have ever emailed into the Body.io site, um, or even if you've been around since, gosh, the uh, Athlete.io, maybe even Dangerously Hardcore days, um, if you've ever emailed in for customer support or needed anything through the websites, you've probably been in contact with today's guest. And that is Paula Sch- Schroeder. You got it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I always feel like I'm going to butcher it, but I'm glad I got it right. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, just like I said, you, you've been with the group, the team for almost, I feel like, since the beginning. It's been like five years, almost, I think going on six years. Yeah, that's a long <laughs> since time. Since the, the DH days. DH days. When you guys first went to the Olympia, that's when I started. Oh my gosh, that's right. Wow. That was so long ago. I actually have some, just recently saw some pictures of that event. And uh, I feel like I look so young, <laughs> even though it wasn't that long ago. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a really fun trip. Um, but I feel like that was kind of when things really started to. Oh, grow instantly right after that. Yep. 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 Really good time. Really good time. And uh, I mean, so you've pretty much been on the back end of things. Yes. What does that look like? Well, I did not know about Kiefer or you guys beforehand. And um, so I didn't know about carb backloading. Carb night had no clue about that. I was still doing the low-fat diet <laughs> <laughs> and thinking it was a good thing and being hungry and being tired all the time. And so once I started working with you guys, um, I can't say that I started carb night right away. I tried carb backloading first because it looked better to me yeah, <laughs> in I can the see beginning. That. I can see that. Um, <laughs> Ease in that way. Yeah, but I also like still doing a ton of cardio, no no weights or anything. And then I'm like, oh, I'll give Shockwave a try with carb backloading. Didn't really get it down at first. Was a little discouraged. But uh, <laughs> it worked for my husband like instantly. Yeah. Instantly. He, he put on size and he leaned out quite well. And so I'm like, okay, well, it works for him. So I'm going to try carb night. And I can tell you the first like year, it. I'm not one to ask for help, so that's my biggest problem. Everyone's yeah. like, well, you work for the person who created it. Why don't you ask them? I'm like, I could, but I hate bugging people for help. <laughs> um, and you can ask you for the amount of times I've asked for help, which is not from him. I'll ask for other people, right, but not right, myself. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. But get um, that. no, once I figured out and noticed how easy carb night was, mm-hmm. oh, it, the weight just started falling off. And yeah, body composition changes were insane. And yeah, haven't looked back since. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, every time someone uh, emails in, you know, and I love when I hear their stories as well, because I I feel their pain when they first start, because at first it might be a little hard. Yeah. um, Or they don't get it. And it's just you got to you got to keep at it. Exactly. And, And just like you said, like sometimes asking for help is the best approach, or at least just to know, like, is there a missing piece? Is it just a small thing that I need to change? Because for a lot of people, it is pretty small. It is. And, it's uh, all about, you know, uh, for me, going from low fat. So it was eating more fat <laughs> and <right>. protein. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 
that that made all the difference once I figured that out. And you know that food isn't a bad thing. You need to eat it. <laughs> right. Very true. We definitely, we all need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get, Often like every day. Yeah. <laughs> and more than like twice a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and there's just, you know, far less restrictiveness around you know, this plan, at least, uh, you know, there, there's obviously days where you're, you're being more conscious of certain things. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't, but, I don't worry the way I yeah. used to about how much I'm eating or what I'm eating. It's just basic. It's in the fridge and you put it together and it's good <laughs> and it to works. go. <laughs> yeah. And it works. So since once you, you, you know, did make the fine tunes to your plan, what worked for you, and just like you said, the weight started coming off. I mean, it's been, so when would you say that been like four years now? Yeah, or? while I'm really concentrating on it, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, four years, nice. four years. And yeah, so in the beginning, like I've, I've named a diet, I've tried it. <laughs> Name a workout <laughs> DVD, I've tried it. I have it. Um, but yeah, it was basically, okay, started Shockwave, uh, started Carb Night, and just really started to monitor what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so in the beginning, like it was a little bit slow. So it was like I dropped 50 pounds pretty quick in the first like year. She said that that's slow. She's like, oh, it happened really <laughs> slow. It's only 50 pounds. That's a lot. But four years later, I'm at 90 pounds down. Wow. From just doing carb night. And um, mm-hmm. I did shockwave for on and off for like three years and then switched it off to um, German volume training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, That's quite a change, <laughs> those two. If anybody's ever done German volume training, it's, it's a intense. lot yeah. of reps and sets. It's, it's basically a 10 by 10. Yep, 10 by 10. And I thought I'd do it for three months. I ended up doing it for six months because I wanted to build strength because I've never mm-hmm. had strength before. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that being a little addicting, huh? It was, Once yeah. you get into it. And once you've gone through it, like, again, going from Shockwave where it's, like, short and sweet to then going to that amount of volume of training, it's a lot to adjust to. But I, I've i only done it a few times, but I actually really enjoyed when I did it. Oh, I got addicted like, to it I after. felt really good, and things looked really good. And, they again, do. you get really strong, and you're like, whoa, this is... I'm just, I'm bad at the whole progress thing. Like, uh, I've always yeah. noticed the different articles that you and AJ had put out mm-hmm. in the beginning with her body. And it's like, yes, I know I need to take pictures. I never did. Oh, no, you <laughs> never. <laughs> but other people's, other people took pictures of me when I wasn't looking. And I'm like, hey, I have back muscles oh. I never knew I had. <laughs> or, well, at least there's some documentation. There is, there is, That's on good. other people's phones. On other people's phones. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, like that, that was an awesome way. And then to tweak carb night, I ended up having probably, I think, two carb nights a week. Yeah. Um, one big one and one kind of medium, medium, I would say. Yeah. yeah. But um, cleaner. So rice, potatoes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you need it, especially when I started to add, I kind of backed off on German volume training. So instead of doing the 10 by 10, I was doing five by 10. Okay. And then three leg days a week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I really wanted to um, work on my legs. If yeah. there's one thing I don't like about my body, because everyone has something they don't like. Yeah, of course. And genetics, my, my whole family have just like these stumpy legs that have no shape. <laughs> I wanted to change that. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yeah. Three, three leg days a week. And hence that. I have a lovely shaker bottle that says she does. leg day is coming. I like that. It That's nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of my best friends gave it to me. Yeah. It's very appropriate. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's a very fancy water bottle. It's like gold and black. I like that. Yeah. We should make a t-shirt. We should. <laughs> it's coming every other day. Every other day. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could definitely see why at that point you would you would need that smaller midweek 
you know, backload for lack of a better word, or mini carbonate, um, depending on who you're asking. Yeah. Um, but what's nice is being able to sort of make those tweaks, you know, like as you adjust to training, you can make the tweaks to the diet and still see really good results. Yeah, and quick. Like, mm -hmm. um, it was just something as simple as a cup of rice at first. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, where do I go from there, though? And yes. then it was upping the protein. And I was laughing because I don't use the scale. And if I do, I was shocked at what it says because in the three times that I've physically met you, I've <laughs> pretty <true>. much <laughs> weighed the, the same but different sizes. Like the first time I think I met you, I was like a size 10, 12. Mm -hmm. Next time it was like an 8, 10. And now I... I don't know if sizes in the stores have changed, but I can fit as small as a two, but, you know, like a two, four. Yeah. And it's the same weight. <laughs> wow. Well, good. Just more proof, not that we don't nail this drill, this nail, what is it? No. Na na tr <laughs> drill it in. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hit the hammer on the head? No. There's a saying. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> you keep hitting the nail on the head? Yep. Anyways. <laughs> one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have good quote skills right now, guys. <laughs> but, you know, just more proof that the scale is uh, just irrelevant for what we're talking about in terms of body composition changes and uh, can be very misleading. So, and it's true, like we're, I, Paola, I actually have Paola sitting next to me right now. And of all the years that we've known each other, I've only seen her in person three. Today is the third time. And she does look different. <laughs> yep. And it's like mm -hmm. a five pound difference. I think I weigh five pounds less than the last time I saw you. <laughs> wow. Very cool. It's yeah. Very cool. I like it because, like, I, I can't tell. It, what bothers me is, you know, you buy a pair of pants and then, like, a couple months later, you need new pants. <laughs> Such a bad problem to have. <laughs> but I had a client like that, too, when I first – she uh, she had a lot of weight to lose. I mean, like a person, essentially. And uh, she was losing at such a rapid rate because she had so much to lose. You know, the heavier you are, the faster yep. more is going to come off. But – it got to the point where she was having her suits tailored and she just stopped having them tailored because by the time she would get them back from the tailor, she had gotten smaller. And you have to alter them again. And then <laughs> and she had a really nice suit. So they were very expensive alterations. And she was like, I'm just going to look like I'm swimming in my clothes for a really long time and yeah. just deal with it. That's how it Because feels. this is really annoying. <laughs> She's like, I'm spending so much money and for nothing at the end of the day. So I get it. Yeah, so she so did. She looked ridiculous most of the time. Oh. Because her clothes were just hanging off of her. And she's like, I don't care. I'm not going to do it until I'm at least close to where. Makes sense. I know I want to be. Well, now, so. now I get why people wear like gym pants, like the yoga pants all the time. Because then they fit with you. I'm not. I'm not stretchy in pants are amazing, guys. <laughs> I'm not one of those ones that usually does wear them. I, I like skirts. <laughs> well, that works too. It does. But just then they the waist... become very boxy after a while. Oh, they that's don't fit. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes sense <laughs> it's funny when you when you start thinking about like your clothing staples for when you go through you know i've talked about my like on season versus on season outfits before i started carb night and you know i had jeans that i could only wear during a certain time period yeah because yeah. i was a little smaller <laughs> but even now i have jeans that like i can't wear after leg day because oh no i get such an intense pump or like sports bras that i can't wear on upper body days because yep they're just, I can't get them off. No, they're too hard. <laughs> it's way too hard. Well, your arms are tired and then your like lats are all pumped up and I just like physically can't. It's like a workout. It is. In and of itself trying to get it off. It's hard being a girl sometimes. <laughs> it is. Guys, bras suck. <laughs> Essential. Especially when you're lifting weights. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, 
thank you for showing out just sort of the background on how you got started and, and who you are. And I just I feel like it's worth noting that, you know, while you haven't seen Paola, you know, she's always behind the scenes. She does a lot of stuff for us guys. I do. Okay. I, I'm told I work too much. She she does actually. So much so that um one of my best friends uh <laughs> has de- has decided that I have an anthem. It's called Put Your Phone Down by The Lost King. <laughs> because <laughs> if I'm not in front of my computer, I can still access everything from my phone and still take care of things and apparently I ignore people a little too much. So <laughs> except for work people. <laughs> Because yeah. anytime I've ever needed anything, like really day or night, she answers. I'm like, wow, what are you, why are you answering your phone <laughs> or my I email? I sleep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which I fully appreciate at the moment because I need something. But, you know, she she really does a lot behind the scenes. And uh, I don't know what we would do without you, to be honest. So thank you. No problem. For your service. <laughs> <laughs> but all the more reason why, you know, I'm glad that the programs have worked so well for you and continue to. And that's part of why I wanted you to be on the show today. Because you've had a, what you say, in the past year or so or even less since things have, you've had some health shifts. I, I had, yeah, some health shifts. Some that I had no clue I even had. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed about four years ago, um, I was feeling very vain after losing most, about 70 pounds at that point. Okay, I was being very vain and I'm like, my chest looks really sad and deflated. <laughs> so yeah, I decided <laughs> yeah, I decided to go and see, okay, what do I need to lift? Do I want augmentation? What mm-hmm. do I want to do? So I went to go see um, the plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. And apparently after doing a lot of research, he was in an office two blocks from where I lived. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> and, you know, one of the first things that made me laugh is when you open your robe and they look at you. He's like, so what were you, 10 or 12 when your mom put you or your dad put you on a low-fat diet. Whoa. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, okay, you are supposed to have fullness in certain places and your chest should be bigger. And he's Interesting. just like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, at what age? And I'm like, I think it was like 10 or 12 because I was a big kid. I was mm-hmm. always a big kid. So yeah. my parents are like, low-fat diet, right? And he's like, yeah, that's why up here, like towards your upper chest, you have no fullness. It was like Interesting. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's the first thing he said. And he's just like, okay, um, that's, yep, that's the first thing that we notice Mm -hmm. when you put kids on a low-fat diet. Wow. Okay, note to parents. Yeah, give your kids fat. (laughs) Especially if they're girls. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But part of the consultation was an MRI. Okay. What they found. That's a good idea. Yeah, what they found is I actually had a lump in my breast that I couldn't feel. Okay. So that meant that, um, yeah, I was getting augmentation because they took out a big lump. It wasn't cancerous. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. They said it's a tumor-like mass, but they don't know what it is. But they took okay. it out anyways in Canada, especially. Um, Which is where she's from, yes. by the way. <laughs> um, we don't pay for health care. So they'll either take care of you right away or they don't. And my doctor is like, no, basically that was August. By October, I was going for surgery. Wow, okay. And um, yeah, so then that's when that first happened. That was four years ago. And then this past summer, after losing the last, like I swear, it was like the last 15 pounds. And I looked down and I actually saw something. Oh, I saw wow. another lump. And I'm just like, well, what's that? Is is that from the augmentation or is that like another lump? So this was what, like s- this was seven, eight months after? Well, this was four years later. So Oh, four years later. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Fast um, forward. So this is August. Again, oh, another August. August, August 2016. <laughs> yeah. And so then I went in and they're like, okay, well, 
you do have a lump, but the one, it's called a capsule. So that's a reaction to the breast augmentation. Yes, which is very common. That's, I've actually shared my experience with yeah. that on a previous, gosh, like a year or so ago, yeah, her was. body episode where we talked about implants and various issues that come along with those. So yeah. I'm familiar. And it's like, you know, 3% of people who get um, mm-hmm. augmentation have this issue. And, you know, they I, I never noticed it, though. It apparently took 15 pounds of physical or like mobilizing fat. Right, right, right. To, <laughs> to make that. It. And then they said, okay, well, we're going to do another MRI because that's after you get augmentation, you can't go for uh, a mammograph. You have to go for an MRI on it's your chest. It's true because there's stuff in the way now. And yeah. It's kind of misleading when you're trying to look for certain yeah, things. So, exactly. So then um, they found actually another lump in my other breast. Again, non-cancerous. I've had the cancer scare about a dozen times now. Wow. And well, thank goodness <laughs> it was always yeah, just a scare. Just a scare, yeah. Um, but yeah, so needless to say, I go to reschedule because I'm like, okay, so they got to take out the capsule and the lump. So they're like, okay, this is um, November at this point. Okay. They're like, okay, well, let's get you in for November 29th, but go for your blood work on the 15th. Okay. Uh, so November 15th, I go for the blood work um, and just a little bit of uh, pre-op history that you got to do. And they call me back within an hour and they're like, um, I think we messed up. The doctor thinks this. He goes, because your uh, hemoglobin or your iron is drastically low. So come back, let's do the blood test again. I think the lab screwed up. Okay, gotcha. So I go back because I was literally across the street at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) Convenient. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do the blood test again. They call within 45 minutes. Wow. And they're like, "Uh, yeah, you need to come in right away. And I'm like, okay, so your average um, hemoglobin count or your iron count should be like 120 to 140. Mm -hmm. And I was at 50 to 54. And they're just like, how are you walking? Because basically you should be passing out. You should have no energy. (laughs) You should be craving apparently dirt or ice. Dirt or ice? (laughs) Yeah, that's what, that's part of the symptoms. What a strange combination of things. Yeah, just weird things. And um, I wonder if somebody, I'm sorry, just had a visual (laughs) of like (laughs) someone's passing out and then they're like on the ground reaching for For dirt. For dirt, right? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm really sorry if anybody of you have actually experienced that. That yeah. does not sound. No, I. I, I would be worried. People. I would be like, okay, something is clearly wrong with me. I want to eat but off see, the ground. I was still in the gym five days a week, still making PRs, and did not feel. She had fatigued. done German volume training. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, you're completely asymptomatic, but you're at the point where you need a transfusion. But we're not going to give you one because you still function and right, function right, normally. Right. And what they even did is my doctor came into the room and she told me to get up really quickly to see if I would get dizzy and pass out. Right, right, and right. I didn't. And I was in heels. So, I mean, like <laughs> nothing. She does like to dress up. Yeah. I do know this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, basically they, they put me on iron supplements and they said it's going to take you three to six months to get your to iron. To the levels up. To yeah. get the levels up because uh, that's just the average. Mm-hmm. Well, instantly I started doing research, but I also contacted AJ because she had gone she did had through some. the same thing. Um, hers was a little bit lower, and then I think hers she was the one that was getting lightheaded at yeah. like I think she had like a sixty somewhere in the sixties I think um, count blood count. Okay. Um, but yeah, in the fifth, I was in the low fifties and not feeling anything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so wow. then I was doing research, and she helped me out. She's you know made some suggestions about like a, a B vitamin complex, um, folic acid. Um, that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. so then I remember listening to a podcast about what meats have the highest iron. Mm-hmm. That was ostrich. 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder. Did you find that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you buy it online? No. Shockingly, we have like a specialty meat place in Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is where I'm from. And it's right by the airport. And you can buy ground ostrich. That's amazing. Okay. What was that like? It's, it doesn't, it's a I've little... actually had an ostrich egg before. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like a meal because it's giant. It's giant. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, it was like a little bit spicy. Like I don't know how to describe it. Oh, it doesn't really taste because it was ground. So we made it into oh, right, right, right. We, we made it into bacon wrap meatloaf, perfect <laughs> burgers and taco salad. <laughs> so you didn't really taste it, taste makes it, sense. right? Yeah, makes sense. But I mean, between that and then because they had exotic meats, I found some other ones that were higher in um, iron. So we got camel. We got wild boar. Wow. I need to find just to experience this. <laughs> Kangaroo. This really cool. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, you can't believe you're eating these. And I'm like, hey. And duck. That was That's what we got from oh, there. duck. Interesting. Yeah. And we got like sausages, but mostly like ground because ground is cheaper. Because if you bought like it's steaks. True. Yeah. Steaks were, oh, I'd be broke. <laughs> I, could, I could see that. I could, well, and ground, I mean, the, the possibilities of what you can then make with it yeah. are, are kind Endless. of. Yeah. Yeah. Never ending. So, yeah, between that and the iron supplements and just watching. Like, I was still in the gym, though. As much as, you know, they they didn't tell me I couldn't. Okay. They just said that, you know, watch. Well, because you were clearly done fine leading up to that point. So it's not like that was problematic. Right. Wasn't making anything worse. Yeah. And so at this point, my my, uh, surgery had been postponed. They're just like, well, we can't do it because Mm -hmm. for fear of you losing blood and we don't need you to die on the table. (laughs) Please not. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So I, and they said, okay, so now you got to get tested once a month for your iron. Makes sense. So it's now December 15th. I go to get tested and I'm like anxious for the results. I'm like. I'm sure. I'm like, am I in the 90s? Like how high have I gotten from the 50s? And my doctor calls and she's like, we did your test twice. I'm like, okay. She's like, you're at 121. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, how did you do this? (laughs) Well, because I'm sure because they have this all the time with patients. and All the time. And they're like, there's no way you did this. Like, we want to do this test again. And they they did it again. And yeah, still 121. She's an anomaly. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, this usually takes almost six months for most people to do. And there are people I do know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it took them six months to a year to get it that high. That's so interesting. I need to find some ostrich. Yeah. It's... (laughs) You can have fun with ostrich. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> but yeah, just if you do the research and honestly, I was still following CNS, but just high protein with exotic meats that looked right. like we shopped at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it worked. And I haven't looked back. And then, yeah, so basically November 15th, then by um, December 15th is when I got it back up. Mm-hmm. And by January 9th, I was going for surgery. Wow. Yep. And now it's a month later. <laughs> but like even after surgery, um, three days later, you go for your first follow up. Right. Makes sense. And the doctor looks at me and he goes, he's shocked. He's like, I cannot believe it. you have no swelling. Wow. Um, you are healing faster three days later than any patient I've seen in the last eight years. Wow. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, since the first time I had, you know, uh, surgery on my chest, mm-hmm. um, it was still CNS, but it was uh, high protein CNS. Right, right. And then taking T3 and gut shield. Wow. And he's just like, that's got to be it. He goes, because uh-huh. I've never seen this. It's amazing. Yeah. So I honestly can say, even with all like the, because they give you some antibiotics and stuff, yeah. anti-inflammatories yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. 
and taking gut shield with that was was a good idea because I've always had like a sensitive stomach. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, because anytime it's like you're putting a pharmaceutical exactly in your body, you never know what like other symptoms are going to come along or other effects it's going to exactly. have. And and I do know that that the gut is the first thing to be. And this is the first that time and. that, yeah, no stomach issues. Because the first time around, I had stomach issues, big time. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but this time, nothing. And, yeah, the doctor. So my plastic surgeon is mm-hmm. like, can I have some? I want to try this. <laughs> Show me what this T3 <laughs> fuel is and gut shield. So his wife is actually on gut shield. Amazing. And she's noticed an improvement. And it's only been, she's only been it for about two and a half weeks she's been on it. And he's taking T3. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting great sleep. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's funny that you said that, too, about the gut shield because, you know, a lot of people obviously email in, I'm sure, you to you especially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, you know, I get questions from current clients and they're like, should I try this? Should I take this? How long will it take? What will I notice? Um, and T3, I think, honestly, it really depends on the person and, and where they're at health-wise when, upon starting. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, for me, I didn't really notice a huge difference except my nails um, and my hair were, like, intense. Growing, okay, so my, my hairdresser, every time I go in, she pets me. She's like, your hair is so soft. It's so great. <laughs> she's like, what is it? I'm like, well, at that time, it was just T3. And right. she's like, okay, I need to sell it in my salon. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but I was, like, cutting my nails all the time because they were just growing and they're super strong. Um, so for me, that was what I noticed. Yeah. Whereas, like, my stepmom started taking it, and it was like a game changer all around. Like, energy improved, sleep improved. She just, she's like, why, where was this before? Uh, to the point where she called me, you know, like, maybe six months after trying it, and uh, I get this frantic call. She's like, I only have, like, seven days worth left, and I don't think it's a scary feeling. we're going to be able to order anymore. <laughs> like, what do I do? She was freaking out because she didn't want to be without it. So uh, that's how effective it was for someone like her. Um, but the gut shield, what's interesting is I've had clients. St- I mean, obviously, it just recently came out. It's it's the newest of the of the products. Supplements, yeah. And uh, within just like you said, within two weeks, people are noticing a difference. Oh, definitely. And the testimonials that came in. Uh-huh. I know that Kiefer read a couple of them on his Q and A. There's some amazing results people have had. Like yeah. I know when I first started taking it. Um, I did not have the best reaction taking all six pills at once. It's a lot of pills at once. It, was, <laughs> it oh, is a lot. <laughs> when you have a sensitive stomach, though, when you start in the beginning, um, I got like major, major like cramping and like um, okay. bloating. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, okay, I can't take this. So I stopped taking it. And I'm like, that's when I ask you from like, what do I do? He's like, try taking two with each meal. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. And immediately worked. Worked great. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, well, see, I hate taking pills various times a day because I'm <laughs> like that. So I take four in the morning and two in the afternoon. Oh, that works. And it works just fine. I have no problems. Nice. And I definitely notice the difference. Like carb night, I don't get that bloat. I don't get the tired, the crazy carb coma mm-hmm. like I used to. Um, so yeah, I, you're I probably processing that. them that much better oh, yeah. when you are taking them because when you go so long without having them, you will notice a difference. Oh, once definitely you've reintroduce them. But yeah, no, I, I appreciate that on carbonate, oh, nice. the the non bloat mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. And then I like the cleanness and just like I said previously, I used to have a sensitive stomach, mm-hmm. and it's not that I have food sensitivities; it's just some foods just don't always agree right. with me. Now yeah. I have nothing like that. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard some things for one client who. She had a lot of issues with uh, regularity. Okay. And uh, I mean, to the point where we were like tracking things. She had previously gone and, you know, had like gone to extremes, um, you know, 
gotten colonoscopies and yeah, I did you know, that she was recently. Like, things are something's <laughs> wrong and no one was ever to find figure out what what it was and she just thought I had a, a very sensitive stomach you know not like along the lines of irritable bowel but uh you know kind of along those lines but not that being the di- diagnosis and within two weeks she's like I've gone to the bathroom every day that yeah. like never happened before to be honest in the testimonials that came in mm-hmm. people were very proud of that it's a really, it's, you should be proud. We should poop every day. Yeah. That's what people told us. Very yeah. important. And for those of you, you know, like, I, I've always been very, very regular. So if there's like a one day every once in a while where it doesn't happen, I'm like, something's scary. wrong. Yep. Something's wrong. It throws off everything. I'm kind of grouchy. Like, I'm just not myself. Yep. So I don't, I can't imagine what it's like for someone who's like that regularly. Yeah. And to have, to the relief that they must feel once they can go exactly because it's 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 so nice to be able to go (laughs) yeah and that's what that's what people wrote about was they were really happy about that and then they they were very kind because they would also describe consistency and size and uh, it was very nice people (laughs) to share that with us but if that's an issue that you've had it's it's, true you're proud of it (laughs) you do you do i mean and we talk about poop all the time and it's something that i talked to most clients about regularly and I do ask what yeah <laughs> what does it look like um what color is it well no it's how true how quickly does it come out <laughs> like it's important to know these things when I when you guys first started uh, her body uh-huh. that was one of the things between tracking stuff like that tracking your period yep oh yeah I didn't realize how important that was till I started tracking it and then seeing the energy fluxes yeah and one you know there's some weeks I really don't like the gym <laughs> And that's and the, normal. And, and they're the probably going to come up again. Yeah. And the gym isn't far from me. It's in our second bedroom. So oh, yeah. it's no like excuse. 10 feet away from me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I can sit on the bench for like half an hour. I'm like, I should be working out, but I'm not gonna. Right. right. <laughs> but and then there's other weeks where it's just like, I could be in here six hours a day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I didn't realize how important, you know, and it's funny because it's, it's common. Like this is stuff, you know, yeah. but I mean. For me, who never, you know, did, I did cardio. I never did the gym. But right. now I, I, that's the opposite. Cardio is a, what? What's that? Yeah, right. <laughs> and now it's, yeah, it's weights. And I, I appreciate that. And that that's the biggest thing that if you're coming from a background of nothing mm-hmm. and you focus on the scale always, um, when it's just body composition changes, but your weight stays the same, it kind of plays with your head, but at the same time, that's what I focus on now. Right. Are the inches coming off? Yeah. I don't care what the scale says. Right. But um, but it is a definitely like a mindset shift. Oh, for sure. Big time. And you kind of have to put your blinders on to that. Yeah. I mean, you either choose not to do it and then you never know, so it's not relevant. Yeah. Or you just go into those moments where you do weigh yourself with an open mind. Yep. And understanding like, well, I don't know what this number is representing exactly. for me. And it couldn't be meaningless, really. And so not to put too much, no pun intended, weight in what the scale says. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, like when I do get on the scale, I kind of, some days I'm like, wow, I weigh that much, eh? <laughs> but uh, it's. Yeah, but the fact that a size four fits me, and never in my life have I ever bought something that small. Um, I mean, like, I went to go try on jeans, and so I figured that Old Navy, okay, it's cheap. I'm going to get some cheap jeans. <laughs> so I go and I grab the fours. I think things would stretch. Okay, so it's, it's yeah. going to fit. They're too big, so I grab the twos, oh. and I'm like, okay, come on. Like, I know I'm not a two, but they didn't have stretch, and they still fit. And so I'm like, oh. I think they've changed their size. So I go across the street to the mall, you know, try on like buffalo and guest jeans. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they don't stretch. 
It's true, they don't. <laughs> and they're always probably going to stay the same, consistent with their sizes. Right? They're yeah. going to be small. So yeah. then I, I grab what size. So I'm like, I think I'm a 30 waist. Nope. Nice. Try 28. Nope. And nice. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because like, I, I must have some form of body dysmorphia because like I've always, like I was like a size like 20, 22 before. Right. So I always assume, no, I still need a large, you know, size large, or I need like yeah. the bigger sizes. So when those still don't fit, I mean, like I still have hips, but waist wise, nothing ever fits. I always have to adjust the waist. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Terrible yeah. problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the, from all the leg and glute days. It's Come true. on. <laughs> I have the same problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it, it's great to find out. I mean, it's one of those things that, yeah, so weight really doesn't matter. Like the scale doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I always used to put focus on that. Right. And now I don't. It's just one of it's it's in the house. Right. Do I need it? No. Well, it's hard because it's like it is such a measurable thing. Like you just stand on it and then you get a number yep. that you can track. Whereas with something like clothes, if that's what you're gauging off of, you know, it's not going to be as immediate. Yeah. And it does take, you know, you have to go to the store and try on. It's true. A different pair, a different size. Um, I actually used to have one client who I was trying to get her away from the scale for so long because she was like so attached to it and was upset every week. Um, And I said, why don't you choose one pair of jeans and one form-fitting top that you try on every week? Like, and she didn't want to take pictures. Okay. Eventually she did because she was like, oh, my clothes are fitting better. And I was like, see, now's the time to take pictures. Exactly. <laughs> but that was a really good gauge. It was a non-stretchy pair of jeans yep. and then a form-fitting top. And so every week she would try that on, usually the mornings of her carb night. Oh, nice. Because it was like the consistent time of the week. Yep. You know, no, she's not holding on to as much water usually at that point. And that became a really fun gauge for her because she was like, oh, they fit different. It's true. You know, and she got to experience, like, where they fit different because that wasn't always consistent. Like, sometimes it was bigger in the thigh and then the waist started. Well, the waist came first and then the thighs started noticing a difference. Yep. And then the shirt. So that was really fun. Um, You know, so just other suggestions for those of you who want to track but don't necessarily want to. I mean, even the tape measure can be a little... Yeah. ...off-putting for some people. It's Um, all... It it is true. It's all about mindset and just... (laughs) <laughs> what you had your mindset previously set to. Mm-hmm. And once you get used to knowing what your body does yep, and just that if you're focusing on the inches, uh, that's what I do now, which is what I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I still am curious. Like I'd love to do like a DEXA scan to see what I'm at now. Yeah. Those are really cool. Yeah. Did you ever have one before? No, in Canada, unless you have osteoporosis, you don't. They won't do it. They won't yeah. do it. So I know Sometime along the lines, I will do it when I'm in the States. There you go. There you go. Because <laughs> I'm very curious to see what it's at now. Um, well, then just yeah. to have like a baseline for later on. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you wanted to do that, it would yeah. be kind of cool. And then uh, eventually, like I'm still, I'm not where I want to be just yet, but I'm way further away than what I was. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and that makes me happy. Like the last time I, uh, I saw you, I, that dress that I was wearing, I don't uh-huh. know if you remember yeah, it. Yeah, I do. It's giant. And I'm sad because that used to be my smallest dress. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) And again, it's like a five pound difference since the last time I saw you. And it was just like, okay, I can't believe this. I need a smaller dress. And they don't make that dress now. (laughs) So it's just like, yeah. It's like a good and a bad thing all at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. But um, it's all, it's, I like measuring things that way. And it's just like, well, I even think about my wedding dress. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I always thought my magic number was 140 pounds. It's funny how everybody has this number That's the smallest that they I picture <laughs> in their head, like, this is what I should be. Yeah, no, I I was my, well, that's when I thought I was my thinnest, because that's when 
like size small. Right. I used to buy everything uh-huh. then, and I was 104. I remember because that's I, I weighed myself the day I got yeah. married. Okay. Um, <laughs> and obviously, yeah. <laughs> and I was 140 pounds, so that was has been my goal to get back to. Ah, um, gotcha. Am I 140 pounds now? No, no. I'm I I range anywhere between like 145 and 155. Okay. And um, that wedding dress is huge. How funny. I mean, the chest uh, naturally does not fit, but <laughs> the rest of it, Different no. problem. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it, yeah. It's so big. How funny. And even like clothes from them, because I still kept those because those were my skinny clothes. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're not skinny clothes no more. No, How they're funny. they're big. They're all big. And so, yeah, I recently actually just got rid of them just because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with That's all those clothes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there comes a point where you're like, let me just... Give it to someone else. There you yeah. go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, like, I no longer think I need to get to that magical 140. Oh, thank goodness. Yep. <laughs> thank goodness. Well, because what happens, what I, I notice happens, at least, if, if someone does have that number in their head that mm-hmm. they think that they should be based off of either a previous time that they were that size or someone, something that somebody told them based off of their height. Exactly. Which happened. I'm like, stupid BMI. Well, yeah, because um, apparently I'm obese at 155. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, composition matters, people. It does. <laughs> um, but how often those people are disappointed when they get that, get to that number, or even if they're just close to it. And um, I mean, I I used to think that mine was like 110, 115. Okay. Because at my smallest, like getting on stage, this was all pre-carb night, at my smallest, you know, because there was a bigger flux in weight dropping closer to the show, which is why I had like the two different wardrobes. Um, And, uh, you know, I knew my stage weight and I knew that that wasn't realistic. So I was like, oh, it's a couple pounds more than that. And now I'm like a consistent 120 to 123, like normally. And... uh, while I pretty much wear the same size, like my thighs have, but have definitely grown a little bit. So um, <laughs> my waist <laughs> is the same, but I definitely need a bigger size jeans, but like a problem I'm totally happy to have. Right? Yeah. Yep. And I didn't know I put on weight until like jeans started getting a little tight. And I was like, but I thought I was like excited. I was like, yeah, I'm getting some, some, some growth, some butt growth. <laughs> it's new, new stretchy jeans. And then somebody asked me like, well, how much do you weigh? And I was like, I don't know. And then I got on the scale and yep, I was. But there's some days like I'll get on the scale and I'm like, I'm 143. When did that happen? Because <laughs> I like I'm eating that much more and I'm right. like, I just had like a whole roast chicken to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm not the only one that can do that. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Give me time. <laughs> I've yeah, <laughs> by mistake. It's usually by mistake. I just keep eating it and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, the whole chicken's gone. Or, well, see, every time, because we don't have In-N-Out, and um, I love it when know. I'm here. It's just like, well, because you can get the lettuce wraps of protein style, yeah. which I did not know that's what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I got a double-double, and I'm like, I'm still hungry. Yeah. I need another one. Mm-hmm. I, usually, <laughs> I probably could have gotten, like, a four-by-four, four, like, a couple yeah. of those. <laughs> usually what I'll do is I'll get two double-doubles. Well, because I, I can't have cheese, so <laughs> oh, okay. I need also need the extra because then they're kind of small. But I always get one with like the uh, their normal sauce okay. and then animal style because I like the grilled <gasps> so onions. <good. laughs> but then I'll get a different one because I can never decide what toppings I want. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just get two with two different toppings. So then the other one, I'll just do mustard and pickles. Okay, It's really good. And it's kind of nice to like have the variety. It's true. Well, so. I was out with a friend the other day and um, we had gone to this burger joint and got the lettuce wrap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
you know what? It's not enough. Maybe we should go to Five Guys. <laughs> we'll see. Five Guys has bacon. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get another burger. We'll just, we just won't eat the bun. And it's like, we didn't end up going, but we should have. <laughs> it would have been good. But yeah, I mean, and that's another thing. Eating out on carb night, and especially being here, you guys have a lot more options. We have like anything you could possibly want. Well, every literally. day, yeah, every day I've been going um, with Kiefer to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And you guys have that by the pound breakfast. So you can get bacon, sausage, eggs. And their bacon and sausage is really good, by the way. It is. And so, yeah, just been getting that every day for breakfast. Um, Super easy. It is. And you don't well, and it's only like a couple bucks. Yeah. And what's nice is that they list all the ingredients. Yeah. So even if they make eggs, like a scrambled eggs, they'll tell you what's in it. Like you can add a, cheese to it, though, if you yep, want. It's true. Um, but, I mean, the fact that you guys have that option, maybe I don't get it out enough in Canada, but <laughs> we don't have that option most of the time. So, you know, you cook. Um, but, I mean, like even eating out, you, I, I don't worry about it anymore. Yeah. If there's a burger, I don't need the bun. If I want salad. I like the Cobb salads because you get like the variety of get meat. all the stuff in there. It's true. It's um, true. But, I mean, just all that kind of stuff, it's it, it's not as hard as like even if there is fries on the table, I don't need to have them. It's true. But if I do have them, I do know my leg day the next day since it's every other day. <laughs> it's that much better. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's not hard to say no. It's it used true. to be. Like in the beginning, because it's just like, oh, I can't have that. But no, you can't. Yeah, you just, it's time, time and place for it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your carbs at night work. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's just nice having the option and the flexibility of like, if you did want them that night. Yeah. And it wasn't technically a garden night. If you had them, like not a big deal. No, I used Not to. I used to think deal. it was. It was a big deal. I'm like, oh, I cheated. I cheated. I can't. Well, believe I it. would used to be like that because <laughs> I just like to do things right. Yep. You know, I want to like do it the way it's supposed to be done because I don't know if it works. And I think getting out of that mindset was hard. Also, it's very hard. Yeah, I was like, you can relax a little bit. Like, it's not like a life or death situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, and if you do have a couple French fries, it's not the end of the world. You I don't can need still to be taste true. it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, sometimes I just need like two. Yeah, I just need a couple fries. I'm like, just two. <laughs> that's actually last night I had this guacamole that this place I go that's in the neighborhood is amazing. They actually put strawberries on it no way so like this it's delicious but they'll put jalapeno so it's like this weird sweet spicy thing that's a good thing (laughs) but they there's no other vehicle to get the guacamole out besides like eating it with the spoon okay (laughs) so i took two chips and i broke them up into little pieces and then just like (laughs) the giant (laughs) giant (laughs) scoops of the guacamole and i was like oh it's perfect and it was two chips yeah so technically i had chips and guacamole but it was mostly guacamole yeah 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 and it's those little things that you just gotta it's okay it's going to happen. And I mean, even on vacation, you don't worry about it in the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a freedom. I got to say, <laughs> there's anything with either diet. Because, I mean, I kind of did a hybrid for a while, too, to see mm-hmm. what the difference yeah. would be. And it there's a lot of freedom with the diet. And I always thought, no, in the beginning, it was kind of restrictive. But you can live without a lot of stuff and then wait for your backload or for your carb night and indulge. But then, I mean, even sweets kind of, eh, they're just like a whatever. It's true. I'm like that way right now. I'm not like in a sweet phase. No. I just kind Give of me sushi, want. You know? <laughs> totally. So I'm on like a sweet potato fry kick. Yeah. Which also means fries. that I've opted out of the burger, the bun. Yep. And then I double up on the fries. And I'm like, Ooh. the bur- the bun. I'm, well, now I'm like a carb snob. So I'm like picky about my carbs. Like if I'm going to well, get don't a bun, waste your carbs. it better be an amazing bun. Like it needs to be toasted just the right amount. And if it's soggy at all, I'll just pick that part off because it's like, I didn't come here for a soggy bun. Nope. No. 
So I more often than not, unless it's a pretzel bun, because they hold their texture very well. Do they? they I do. haven't had one. Yeah. And it's like kind of salty, like a, it's oh, delicious. <laughs> it's like a whole new world. Um, unless it's a pretzel bun, I'll usually opt for, you know, a lettuce wrap or protein salad and then just extra fries. Or if it's in and out, their milkshakes are really good. Oh, they're so good. So good. <laughs> so good. You know, but it's kind of, it's just nice to have the options of picking and choosing and, and then you you ultimately like know what you like and what works well for you and kind of what you, yep. however you want to structure it. So, and, uh, you know, if it's nice knowing that you have the added health benefits, not yes. just of, oh, okay, I'm, my body composition's changing, you know, I'm getting healthier from the inside out, but it's it's always cool when doctors are like, how are you Yeah, my doctor, she's so healthy and exactly. alive considering that, you know, this might be off or that might be off. And um, I've seen that a lot, a yeah. lot. My surgeon, plastic surgeon, because he's the one I saw the most recent. Yeah. He's just he's just amazed. He's just like, I can't believe your diet is doing this for you. And mm-hmm. then my regular doctor, she she's still skeptical, but I she she works in a teaching hospital, so I don't always get her. I get a resident. Uh, okay, gotcha. And one of the residents was actually on carb night, which I was <gasps> That's shocked cool. at. <laughs> it's happening, it's spreading. It is. And so there he was really excited. He's just like, So that's what you're doing. I'm like, Yep, that's how I've kept the weight off. That's how I keep it's getting amazing. leaner. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. he's like, I've been trying to tell all my colleagues and they still don't listen. And it's like, I know it's sad, isn't it? I'm like, but just wait. Wait, people, for it's Carb true. Night 2 or whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exciting. I it's know. good stuff that's coming and everyone's going to be, well, they're going to be amazed. Blown away. Oh, yeah. And I then the software. Am. I know, I know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> eagerly waiting. Yes, because I know both of us have played with it. So yeah. it's uh, <laughs> when the rest of the world gets it, you'll be happy. Yes. And it's going to make things easy for you that might find it hard to, to yeah. plan and schedule. But it's I true. mean, the options, it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. And and just to sort of have all your, you know, like we're always into data collection. We talk about this a lot on the show, like track your stuff. Makes track a difference. anything that may, may or may not seem relevant. Like it's better to just have it tracked in some way. Um, but, but as you're able to, especially once you, you know, discover what's new when when the new stuff does come out sort of having all of those having all that previous data tracked having that information is going to be super helpful in in moving forward with it and being able to look back and be like oh see how this changed and this and um i mean that's why we encourage labs as well because even if you're healthy it's nice to have a baseline for down the road if you need to have things tested again you have a reference of like well was this normal for me i don't know because i never did them before um or yes and uh you know those i think are things that are are coming up more and more honestly i'm getting less client inquiries from people who want aesthetic changes than those who are realizing i think something's wrong Okay. And I'd like to f- figure out what that is. And I think that's one thing that's been very consistent, specifically with Carbonite, is that it's actually very revealing it is. of underlying <laughs> issues. Like if it's not working for someone who's been at it for a long time and has made conscious tweaks along the way, I'm like, something else, something's missing. Something's off. Definitely. And in 90% of the time after blood work's done, we're like, oh, there it is. Yep. And see, I'm not one of those people that went for blood work because I don't right. feel sick. Because well, you don't feel <laughs> sick. And I think that's, again, it's just, it, it's such uh, a lifestyle for anybody. Yep. Really. But definitely get, yeah, if you can go for blood work, I realize in the States, I think it costs in Canada. I know. It really depends go. on your insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just bother to get it done. <laughs> 
This is the baseline, and you can and you can ask for specifics. Specifics because they don't just do what they recommend. Because if you're (laughs) if you're quote unquote healthy to them, they'll only recommend certain things. Yeah, like I asked to get my thyroid tested because I was curious, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, "Okay, well now that you have low iron, let's test it." (laughs) (laughs) Only when something else is wrong will we go there. But no, they did everything, and the only issue I had was low iron. Like cholesterol was fine. They're like, "Your thyroid's off." working optimally yeah. like every everything else was good yep, yep. so yep yeah i know my diet works <laughs> there you go and, and i assume that she's probably going to keep at it oh yeah since it's i mean at this point for me too it's just how it's, i eat it's how i eat yep it's, there's no other it's and i love not... to help others eat the same way <laughs> so yummy <laughs> it is it's just hard to convince family that's about it but uh, i know i don't know why they're the hardest but they are they are one they're day they'll really learn. <laughs> I know. It's One day. true. They come into us like, what is it, that thing that you did for all this time that you kept telling us to do? For the last, like, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's okay. I'm always here. Yep. If and when they're ready to do that. There you go. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining me on the show. I'm really glad we made this work, being that no you were problem. here. Not that we probably couldn't have done it long distance, but it's always, you know, I don't get a lot of in-house guests. In your new studio. In my new studio <laughs> where I get to, like, see the person. So that's always fun for me. And um, obviously seeing you again in person and hearing your story. So thanks for being open to sharing it. No problem. Now everyone knows. <laughs> and now everybody has had, sort of has a voice behind the, uh, the yeah. emails. Yeah, because basically no one knows I exist. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, we all appreciate what you do for us the whole team keep keep it up Thank and you. um we might have to do like a future check-in and just see how see if i decide to do a competition or something Ooh. yeah <laughs> you never know i hope i'm the first person to know about that oh definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but i would love to help with that that would be really fun it would <laughs> yeah, so okay well we'll uh we'll keep everyone posted on uh paula's uh, progress and any of the things that might come up along the way And we thank you for listening to another episode of Her Body, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Her Body on Body IOFM with your host, Alex Navarro. And if you'd like to hear more, log on to body.io. We'll be back next time with more information about women's health and performance.